I want to kick off this episode by quoting one of the most influential people in my life, historically, say, a guy called Christopher Hitchens. He's dead fucking 10 years now, but while he was alive and as long as I was aware of my essentially hung on the man's every word. But I just want to uh, read a quote of his, which is as follows. I want to live my life taking the risk all the time that I don't know anything like enough yet, that I haven't understood enough, that I can't know enough, that I'm always hungrily operating on the margins of a potentially great harvest of future knowledge and wisdom. Take the risk of thinking for yourself. Much more happiness, truth, beauty and wisdom will come to you. End quote. Now, what I love about that is, and I'm, I'm going to kind of isolate the specific line out of that quote. And it's, I haven't understood enough, I can't know enough, and that I'm always hungrily operating on the margins of a potentially great harvest of future knowledge and wisdom. And what I love about that, I think, I'm going to tie in one of my other boyfriends, that guy I referenced in a previous episode only recently, Tom MacDonald, my spirit animal. What I love about Tom MacDonald, sorry, one of the things that I love about Tom MacDonald is that I only heard about him, I don't know, it might have been six months ago, maybe certainly within the last year. And I owe a, a debt of gratitude to two past guests and friends of the show. The first one was Archie, Adrian Gamel. Couldn't think of his name there for a second because he just goes by Archie. Archie sent a song of Tom McDonald's to another past guest and friend of the show, Pat O'Reilly, who subsequently sent it on to me. He sent it to me. I kind of liked the cut of this lad, Tom McDonald's jib, and went down a bit of the rabbit hole and have been fucking... Loving his his stuff ever since. His music, his lyrics, and the fact that he's fully independent. And I could devote an entire episode to both Tom McDonald and to Christopher Hitchens, but I'm going to try and marry the two of them in here as best I can. I'm also going to bring in something that I don't think I've spoken to up until now, which is Airsoft. But anyway, before I mention Airsoft, I love McDonald's lyrics, I love his music, and I love the fact that he's independent. And by independent, I mean literally makes all his own videos. There's no management. There's no label. He's completely, totally and utterly 100% independent. There's him and his fans. That's essentially it. Now, his missus produces his videos, and I'm sure he has mates of his that help him out and do this, that and the other or whatever else. But he's the point being that he is completely, totally and utterly independent. He's not reliant on, you know, Sony Records or some big studio company. And... One of the best things about not being propped up by anybody is you can never have your prop swiped out from under you. And I love that. Like, nobody can tell me, oh, Frano, you can't say this and you can't say that. Because I'll say whatever the fuck I want on my own channel or my own platform or whatever you want to refer to off the lead as. I can say whatever I want, however I want it, whenever I want it, how often I like it. And I don't give a flying shite who takes issue with it. Because nobody can pull the plug from me. 100% independent and I love that but another thing and the thing that I want to focus on here is I'm only after as I said within the last year discovering this dude and I love that about life generally and it's 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 highlighted in that quote that you're always hungrily operating on the margins of a potentially great harvest now that could be you know in philosophy in science in music in you know pick your poison it doesn't matter but the idea that you're always just about to fucking stumble across this new big thing i love that about life it's one of my f- most favorite things about life and that's what i want to tie in with airsoft 
So airsoft, for those of you who don't know, is essentially paintball. It's only way better, I would argue. Fucking 10 times better than paintball. And it's essentially make-believe... It's, it's playing soldiers, basically. You can get dressed up in all the attire, as I do. You don't have to. And you arm yourself typically with an M4, which is essentially an assault rifle, and a, side, a sidearm, which is essentially just a pistol or a revolver or some sort of um, handgun. And the idea is you go to an airsoft range or an airsoft games place, whatever it is. There's a huge one and a fucking deadly one in Gibbstown, just outside Navin. This place is like five fields behind my house. Didn't know it existed up until, I don't know, what are we, probably six months ago. Didn't know anything about it, had never heard of Airsoft before up until about six months ago. And to say that I've gone deep down the rabbit hole would be an absolute understatement. I fucking love it. I can't recommend it more highly. If you're into kind of manly shit, Airsoft is fucking for you. It's essentially as close as you're going to get to... It's as, it's as close as you're going to get to a real live military combat without the risk of getting your fucking head blown off or having your fucking entire body blown apart by a fucking rocket-propelled pro- grenade or a fucking tank shell or, or whatever the fuck else they're using in warfare these days. And as much as I could drone on about how much I love Airsoft and how brilliant it is in 101 different ways, the thing that I want to focus on is, as I said... It was fucking five fields behind my house. One of the biggest, and if not the biggest, and the best places on the island of Ireland to play airsoft is five fields behind my fucking house. Didn't know anything about it. And there's something that I just absolutely adore about that. The fact that there's so much just waiting to be discovered. And when you're, when you're perpetually hungry as I am, and I would argue a lot of my fucking listeners are, and that's probably why, to a large degree, a lot of you do listen in the first place, is you're, you're hungry for something new. It, you don't really necessarily care what it is. It could be a psychological thing. It could be a philosophical thing. It could be something about the fucking uh, Egyptians or the fucking anything I'd be talking about. You wouldn't know. It could be bio, biology. It could be sphincter-related. It could be, it could be absolutely anything. And I think that's part of my appeal to a certain degree at least is and people say this to me explicitly what the the number one thing that gets said about my what I do to me at least is that people love the idea that they never know what's going to come out of my mouth next and there, there seems to be something there seems to be something to that the type of people who who tune in to me they seem to love this idea that they're they're on the edge of something they're they they don't know what to expect and I suppose in a roundabout way, it's what I love about it. Because when people tell me what they love about what I do, or what they like about what I do, or their favourite thing about what I do, is that they don't know what I'm going to say next, I usually kind of laugh and go, it's funny you say that, because I never know exactly what I'm going to fucking say next. God knows what I'm going to fucking come out with half the time. Granted, I have some idea of what it is that I want to talk about. Like Before I hit record, I had Tom McDonald, Christopher Hitchens and Airsoft in my head, but I hadn't anything else. And as I said, I do. I'll do probably a deep dive on airsoft someday. But there's something that I that I really love about it as well. First and foremost, it's just it's great. Secondly, 
I love that it's it's new to me and it's been there for ages. Like I think this venue that I'm talking about um, has been there for fucking 15 years or something incredible like that. And for me to not know about it is just mind boggling. But another thing that I love about it is it's it's new or relatively new. So put it this way, the way I explained what Airsoft was just there two minutes ago was I said it was like air, or sorry, I said it was like paintball. And you know when you have to compare something to something else, you know you're onto something new. And I'm gonna I'm gonna explain what I'm trying to get out of me by way of analogy. Fucking shocker. And I'm going to compare airsoft with mixed martial arts, with MMA. When I started doing mixed martial arts, I got into the habit of people, I got into the habit of telling people rather, when they asked, you know, any crack fan, oh, yeah, yeah, but I've been training like mad for the past ages. Oh, very good. What's that in? I used to tell people it was kickboxing. If like, if I had a bruise on my face or something and somebody asked me what happened, I'd just say it was kickboxing. Because it was just, it was just easier because people didn't know what MMA was. Now you can say fucking mixed martial arts or MMA or cage fighting or whatever way you want to fucking phrase it. And people know exactly what to do, what 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 that is rather. And they'll go one step further and they'll, they might, if they're not sure, they'll go, is that what Conor McGregor does? And you'd be like, ah, yeah, that's it's exactly what Conor McGregor does. Yeah, they even, they have a star now. They have, they have some sort of a handle. They... They understand what it is. But, you know, when I started, whenever it was, 15 years ago, nobody had ever heard of it. They, they may have heard of cage fighting, or, but they would have equated it with human cockfighting. And that usually went down the wrong the wrong avenue of discussion, to be honest, when you're trying to explain something that you do all the time, that you love, and they look at you like you're some sort of fucking mindless thug or a fucking barbaric savage or something. But just as with, with MMA and with Airsoft, when I started MMA, I told people I did kickboxing because it was just easier. And now, when I'm talking about airsoft, I tell people it's kind of like paintball. And that brings them along. But that's a, an indicator that what you're doing is new. And when something is new, it means you're on the cusp of something. I would predict that airsoft will be absolutely massive. In It could take 5, 10, 15, 20 years. God knows how long it will take. But I can see it being absolutely huge. Like the... Like the, the biggest sport in the world, practically. What it's waiting for is somebody to brand it, like the UFC branded it. So when I started MMA, over the years, and particularly when Conor McGregor came along, what people might say is, oh, is that what the UFC is? So the UFC is nearly more, it's more popular, not more popular, but it's better known than MMA. Worldwide, if you ask people what MMA is, some might know, some mightn't know. But if you ask people what the UFC is, and I would argue that more people would know what the UFC is rather than what MMA is. And whenever you get involved in something that's new like that, that you literally have to explain to people what it is. So something that you don't have to explain to somebody is, you do not in these days, oh yeah, I'm playing a good bit of soccer. Oh yeah. People just get that. They know what soccer is. They've got a good handle on it. You don't have to go and explain it to them. But there's a there's a boringness to that. There's nothing that new. Like, if you're going to get into soccer, maybe you've never played it before and you start playing it. Even if you've never played it before, odds are you're, not, you're going to know what a kickoff is, what a goal is, what a corner is, offside, a throw-in, a free kick, a red card, all these different things. You're going to know all that already. Before you even start you're going to have a good handle on what it is. So it's not as 
It's not as gripping, I don't think, for me and for people like me. It's not as explorative. But when you start MMA, say, mixed martial arts, you don't know what jiu-jitsu is. You don't know what a triangle is or a kimura or an armbar or a rear naked choke. All these things are completely foreign to you. Completely, totally and utterly foreign to you. And it was the same with, with Airsoft. Like, I knew what a machine gun was, but I didn't know what an MP4 was. I didn't know the difference between it and AK-47. I didn't know what a 1911 handgun was in comparison to a, like a Colt revolver. None of these things meant anything to me. The first day that I went down, I saw all the lads in the gear and I was like, oh, wow, this, this looks class. But that's basically all I could say. I'd say, fucking hell, it was, it, was, it was a great experience. I really liked it. I can see myself getting into it. And I loved all the gear the lads have. After doing it two or three times and going down the rabbit hole, I was looking at the the particular type of sight somebody had on their M4. It was very specific, and I was looking at the different types of tactical vests that people were using, and I was differentiating between the different types of magazines that people were using, and the different types of sidearms and the different types of holsters, because once you had a bearing for... Again, this is this is very similar. If not, it is. It's literally the exact same thing that I that keeps kind of popping up. Once you have some piece of rock to fucking cling onto when you're out in open water and you can catch your breath and you can stop treading water and you can relax, that's what a couple of times of air softening was like for me. Once I owned an M4, it's a, a CM16. Once I owned one of those, and once I owned uh, a sidearm. Uh, a 1911. Once I owned those things, I needed to get a harness for my M4. I needed to get a holster for my sidearm. I needed to get magazines. And once I had one of them, I kind of knew what I was looking at and I could compare everything else around me by what I had. And the learning curve for me was just, just so steep, exactly like with MMA. Exactly like with MMA. You know, the difference between you on your first day training and your 10th day training, you are just different animals. Intellectually, physically, now you're not going to be that much different. You're not going to be doing fucking spinning back kicks in your fucking 10th day there. But you're, not, you're going to know what a spinning, spinning back kick is, at least. And the same can be said for airsoft. And what I love about both of those things, and finding out about your man Tom McDonald, is that it's just a reminder that there's so much out there yet to be discovered. And if I can just go back to that quote again... I can't know enough. I'm always hungrily operating on the margins of a potentially great harvest of future knowledge and wisdom. Take the risk of thinking for yourself. Much more happiness, truth, beauty and wisdom will come to you. What a fucking quote. Christopher Hitchens, what a fucking man. And on that note, I'll chat to you tomorrow.